not lying. Sports fans of all ages, it's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who's had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. Pleasure to present to you. And very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, everyone. Welcome to the huddle. It's me, Coach Muddle, and Nevada Nick. Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah. Hope everyone was safe and uh, had a great time last night and uh, getting ready to uh, kick off this new year. We're going to get into some uh, college football and, uh, you know, and preview a little bit of this uh, NFC East this weekend. Some big, interesting uh uh facts uh, I want to throw out to you. So uh so we'll go up from, from there. Uh, so that means somebody you texted you some kind of stat and now you're gonna share it with us. That's right. right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh so so what's uh how was your new year? Uh honestly I think with a lot of people I'm just glad to kind of get 2020 in the rear view. You know what I mean? And you know if you notice a lot of people usually it's like how hopeful they are for next year. I didn't see much of that. I think everybody's like laying low in the weeds, just like praying that, you know, obviously 2020s, yeah, Michael Johnson, he's still drunk. The 2020s <laughs> in the uh, rear view mirror and uh, hopefully uh, better things are ahead, obviously. Right, right. I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, uh, so I just want to, uh, you know, give a shout out because you know at your undisclosed, my undisclosed location, Nevada Nick. I went to one of your, uh, one of your jaunts when you come down to uh, the uh, area. Uh, just want to give a shout out to uh, Anthony and the crew at uh, Frank and Dino's. Did a fabulous job the other night for me and the fam. Uh, so I just want to give them a shout out. It was awesome. So. Uh, Let's just jump in. We got some big football games coming in today uh, yeah. to start the new year. Uh, you know, we have the new year six, and then tonight we'll have, uh, uh, you know, we'll have the big ones tonight, the playoff games that, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't feel they are that all exciting. I think it's predetermined, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you're, the favorites are going to win and and move on, and, and, that, and that's uh, – that's what we're gonna we're gonna see. Happy New Year, Sam. Uh, yeah, and Coach, I don't know if you saw yesterday the Tulsa Mississippi game, Mississippi State. Excuse me. Um, man, they threw down afterwards, and I'm sure with all the COVID stuff, man, people weren't happy because it was ugly afterwards, and the two teams got into a bad brawl. Um, so yeah, a little crazy with that, but um, no, I mean, there's a couple of good games today, other than the the big the two big games, obviously too. I'm excited to see the Cincinnati Georgia game, and I'll be—I I like those smaller schools. I'll be rooting for Cincinnati, you know, to beat Georgia. I think it's good for college football when you know those Boise State right. schools, mm-hmm. Utah. If you remember, they beat those because it just—you know—it just gives them a chance. It, you know, it gives them a little bit of publicity and helps to help helps the recruiting them. trail, man. Helps that recruiting, you know, because they're able to take those steps, man. Yeah, because you know, Coach, we've talked about it all year, about the gap between these top two or three teams and the rest of the league. And you know, Coach, college football used to be very territorial. If you were in Pennsylvania, you were going to Penn State or Pitt. You know what I mean? Yep. If you were in Ohio State, you were going to Ohio State 
or like a Cincinnati, you know, if you were Michigan, you were going to Michigan or Michigan State. That's completely just, you know what I mean? It's not the case anymore. These kids want to play, you know, at, at Alabama or, or Clemson. They want to be on the big stage. They want to be on, you know, obviously seen in the playoffs. Um, And it's created a huge problem. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens because I think you're going to see, obviously, I really believe, uh, you know, next year we're going to see an eight. 18 playoff minimum. I really they think we're going to expand yeah, it. Yeah. I, yeah, but I, I have to check. If the TV deal is not done, then we're not going to see it until the TV deal is well, done. No, you know what, Coach? I don't think I don't think they'd care if it was expanded because now you got another week. So TV's not going to complain if you give them more. Yeah, you know but, but it's the um, – it's it's the contractual thing because you got to move other games because now you're talking about moving that whole New Year's Six around because, you know. Uh, like, so what? So we, we can have the Papa John's dot com bowl? I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> you know, I like Papa John's pizza, but I don't care about the bowl game. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. I, 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 I agree. I agree with you. So we're. You know, we're going to go into these. I love the fact because, you know, uh, Cincinnati did their, you know, making those steps, baby steps growing, you know, and, and you know, you might remember this back in the, you know, early 90s when they were still a real small-time school. Yeah. They, every Thursday night, they were getting their butts kicked by these big-time schools so they could get a paycheck, and they dumped it back into their program. They built a top-notch facility, and now they're they're competing with Ohio State, getting some of those kids and, yeah. and, and doing really well. So yeah, yeah. I, do, I believe that's a team that deserves a deserves a shot at the title. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a shame, you know. Like I said, I, I'd like to see in Cincinnati. I mean, because they are undefeated. I understand they're not playing the, and that's why, Coach. You know it too. If you're in that like a Cincinnati type team, you and I know this year you couldn't do it. I get it. But you gotta schedule a little bit of a tougher non-conference schedule. You know what I mean? So yeah. that you're playing a Texas A&M. You know what I mean? Or somebody like that in your your non-conference schedule. So that later on, I mean, obviously with COVID, they were just playing conference games. Basically, right? You couldn't do it, but you gotta because you know if not, they're gonna say, "Well, your conference isn't good." You know, which, like I said, you know, look, Clemson's in every year, and frankly, the ACC isn't that great. You know. He has Northwestern, Bama, and Clemson today. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, Northwestern's had a nice year. Georgia's laying 10. I think Georgia probably wins the game straight up. But with the 10 points, I'm going to take uh, I'm gonna take Cincinnati with the 10 points. I think they're going to come out. You see it a lot, Coach, where those teams, they kind of get overlooked, and then they come right. in and play really good in those bowl games. And honestly, more, 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 uh, more than not, they beat them a lot. Honestly, right. I've seen a lot of those times where you have that people think, oh, it's the big five team versus the, the you know, what are they, whatever they call the other conferences. Yeah, the non-power. Or yeah, the, the non, yeah, the other five, yeah. whatever it is. But, yeah. you know, no, a lot of times you see those teams, you know, obviously end up uh, winning the game. I mean, you know, TCU did it before they were in the Big 12. You know, Boise State's done it a couple of times. Uh, Utah, before they were in the Pac-12. Pac did it with uh, Urban Meyer, obviously, the one year with right. Alex Smith. So it, 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 it can happen, and you see it a lot because I think those teams get a little bit underestimated. And, you know, 
man, that's bulletin board material for those coaches, and they come in like it's them versus the world, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, and also, though, at those big schools, you got a lot of kids that decide, you know what, I'm going to the league next year. I'm mm-hmm. I'm out, yeah. too. And, and so instead of having that, you know, 12-week or how many games you played this year starter in there, now all of a sudden you're putting a kid in that hasn't started all year. Right. Too and, and I mean that that factors in. I, I'm not making excuses, mm-hmm. but I, but I am. You know, it, it is a fact that you know right. a lot of those guys do opt out and decide yeah. to move on. Well, so. and and that's what's tough too, because like Michael Johnson just said, ten now. Wow, yeah, Michael, you got to look. That's what I, I. It's so tough with these things this year. You got to look and see who's out. Because I look like the Florida game. I'll be honest with you, college. I just haven't been paying as much attention this year. You know, it's been really tough to gamble on college football. And I noticed the other night Oklahoma and Florida played. And I mm-hmm. went in and the line jumped four points. Well, Florida, Kyle Pitts, the tight end, opted out. And then a couple guys I think had COVID or, you know, but a, but a few guys had opted out and a few guys were had COVID. So, you know, a bunch of them went out and Florida went and got shellacked. I mean, they got yeah. beat up by Oklahoma. So, you know, obviously if you're, if you're betting the uh, – the uh, game today, go in and make sure Cincinnati's guys are playing before you uh, obviously uh, lay money on anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, uh, uh, will you be the Jacksonville Jags coach? No, that's what year? they're saying. Urban Meyer is going to go to the NFL, they think. You know, he's getting the next level. I would, I would think my biggest concern with him with the NFL, Jared, would be that, you know, he never stays anywhere. Florida, he got burned out. Ohio State, he got burned right. out. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think he's a college coach. I really don't think he's going to be an NFL coach, and I could be wrong, but I just don't. I just don't see it. I think he should stay in college. I think he, if he does go to the NFL, it's because he knows he looks bad if he goes to college again. Because he said he was done after Ohio State. And, you know, that was his dream job and all that, just like Florida was his dream job. And, you know, now it's, you right. know, he kind of looks well, like it. I, I, and, but I remember he was uh, because, if I remember correctly, Utah, right before Florida, uh, I, there was a lot of talk about Notre Dame and him being, because wasn't he on the staff at Notre yep. Dame? That's where he started, uh, I think. Where so, he started yeah. somewhere at Notre Dame and, and whatnot. And that would have been his dream job. Uh, I, I, I agree, I think. You know, but let me tell you something. If I am a Jets fan, which I am not by any means right. root for any dumpster fire named yeah. the Jets, mm-hmm. but I want Urban Meyer to become Jacksonville's coach because he oh, might yeah. get his boy, Justin Fields, and you get well, Trevor Lawrence. I wouldn't call him his boy <laughs> because he didn't really coach him. I mean, he might have had him as a freshman or something, but yeah. Ryan Day's been the I coach know, of him. Uh, Actually, you're right. He started at at uh, Georgia. He started oh, right. at Georgia. Yeah, so he probably never even trans- interacted with him. And transferred to uh, uh, for, uh, Ohio State. But I think that was Urban Meyer's last year when he showed up there. Right, so, Sammy. Uh, I need to, buddy. A little bit too much, too much alcohol last night. You know. Yeah. Oh man, I'm hurting. When I saw I rolled out, man, I bet I said, "Oh man, what a regret doing this stupid shit." Oh, my tanks never had them. Okay, I, I <laughs> thought they, I thought they did. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what I thought too, Michael. So I, I thought they did have some interaction. You want to get that. into the games here a little bit? So yeah, let's you know, do it. I'm gonna, let's I'll start it. off with the uh, first game, which is Alabama and Notre Dame. Um, look, the lines nineteen and a half. 
And, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'll grab the 19 and a half. I'm going to lay it, man. I just think, look, these two teams played in the 2013 National Championship and Alabama shellacked them. You know, let's be honest, Notre Dame didn't really, just to be honest with you, didn't belong on the same field as them. I mean, it was just two different caliber um, players. I mean, athletes, it really was. And you could say, um, you know, they, like I said, it was 42-14 that game. And I think you're going to see a similar thing. I think Notre Dame's going to, you know, they might score some points, but that Alabama offense is just unbelievable. It really is. And, you know, their wide receiver is up for the Heisman Trophy. Um, they're just a very talented team, a tough team to stop. I, I you know, I like Alabama by 24 more. I really do. I just think they're going to, I think they're going to schlock them. I really do. You look at that Clemson game and everybody made the big deal about the close one, you know, obviously with Trevor Lawrence didn't play. And I said to you, coach, I said, when Clemson plays on the next time, they're going to lay into him. And they did land yeah. because they weren't just missing Trevor Lawrence. Everybody just points to the QB. They right. were missing four or five defensive starters too. Well, and, they, they, they were missing that the middle linebacker who's a stud uh, yeah. in the mids, inside uh, the inside linebacker. Yeah. And, and yeah. he's really a cog. And the, the two games he missed was, was and, the uh, Boston game and right. Notre Dame. And that was the two games that, you know, obviously lost and, one and almost and lost And coach, two. honestly – Trevor Lawrence being missed that game, that wasn't really the problem because the offense was good. Right. The, the backup, the kid played well. The problem was the defense, and you saw it. The, you know, they played him the second time and, and and shut down Notre Dame. Notre Dame couldn't do anything. I mean, you know, the first game, I give Notre Dame credit. They came out good. They were running the ball. They right. controlled the line of scrimmage. They really did. I was impressed, but not the second time. And I think you're going to see some of the same today. I think, you know, I think Early's going to tell. If Alabama jumps out on them early and it's fourteen nothing quick or something, just get ready. Get you, it's going to be a route, I think personally. Right. But if Notre Dame can hang around and keep it a game, I mean, you know, we'll see. I mean, I think you know they'll probably cover, but because you know when you're gonna when you're laying nineteen and a half points, you know you don't you can't be down a touchdown and you know what I mean. Right. It's it's tough because it just it starts becoming an uphill battle. But yeah, I'm going to take Alabama minus nineteen and a half. Um, when points are high, you can't let points scare you because sometimes this this game is nineteen and a half for a reason. And I, I once you know once again, I, I tell you, coach, it shows you it's unbelievable to me that the number one team and the number four team there is a three touchdown gap. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it says a lot. It says a lot, man. It says yeah. a lot. And that's one in four, coach. Think about that. If you're you take the number one NFL team. And the last NFL team, which is a 32-team gap, you know what I mean? Right, right. It's, it, it might be, like the Jets have been about 18 or 19 before, but that's 30-some teams. This is four teams, you know, and, and that's the right. problem with college. I mean, it's it's Alabama and Clemson and everybody else. And to be honest with you, I don't think Ohio State's in their league either. I think Ohio State's better than the rest, too, and it's kind of nipping at their heels. But Alabama and Clemson are so far better than the rest of college football. It's not even funny. I mean, it's just – it's Alabama and Clemson and everybody else. And then, Absolutely. like I said, Ohio State is 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 close. You know what I mean? They're, they're close. And, and here's, here's the problem, I think, really, when when college football finally expands to eight teams or, or more, I, I believe it's really a whole, like, maybe three or four years before those other, you know, six teams – catch up to Alabama or Clemson. 
You know, I I just think because of the recruiting cycle and getting in and and you guys show show some some uh, right. uh you know my cousin there. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, man, you get ready for some Flyers hockey. I think it's I don't know. It's like eight days or so, a week away. It's not too. Uh, yeah, okay. Look at my look at look at my mom trying to say no to Ram outright. Right? <laughs> and if that's your dad, you definitely better bet Alabama. My dad's the biggest push in the world. Twelve days away. Thanks. Twelve right. days. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. And hey, thanks a lot for checking us out on YouTube. We appreciate it. You know, yeah. over there on YouTube, Twitter. We're we're streaming live right now. YouTube, Twitter, and uh, obviously yeah. Facebook. So, so well, yeah. If obviously, first game, like I said, I'm going to lay the 19 and a half with Alabama. It's 19 and a half for a reason. And I really think they're just going to kind of not, you know, kind of toy with them. Like I said, much like they played seven years ago and it was 42-14. Um, I'm going to go with Alabama. And the second game, Clemson, Ohio State. Um, Clemson's laying seven now. With that game, I would say buy the hook because you know it can land on seven. You know what I mean? Take it to six and a half and, and you know, bet Clemson. I just think they're a powerhouse. You know, Trevor Lawrence, I, you know, look, most likely obviously going to leave now his last game as a as a Clemson Tiger. And, and what a career he's had. One of the better careers in college football history. And if he gets the Heisman Trophy Award, it's more, I think, going to be like, a career award for him because obviously he missed, I think two games because of COVID. Right. So, but to me, you know, he kind of deserves it. I mean, he's had a hell of a career, you know, and he's going to move on to the pros and the jets, you know, obviously fumbled that by winning two games. <laughs> yeah. um, what a, what a, just a horrible organization. If I was the jets, I would have let Adam Gase play quarterback. I really, right. I would have, I would have done whatever you needed to do to make sure you lose those games. Like, you know, put players on IR. Do I, I don't care. And if the NFL finds you, what do you care? Because right. what is what, what is the like, coach? What is the value of Trevor Lawrence? Well, they could take, but they could take that pick away from you. They're not going to take the number one yeah. pick in the draft away, coach. They're not going to do that. It's, you know, come on. I mean, but what's the what's the value of him to your organization? And like you said, and we talked about before, now it kills your chances of getting a head coach because before it's we got the number one pick. We got Seattle's number one pick. We got a lot of assets. We got cap room. It's enticing because people like it when it's kind of you know the, empty and they because can just fill it up. It, right, with right. Because you you can you could fill the cupboard pretty quickly and be competitive very yeah. quickly, and that helps you out. And and and, that, and coach, but, Miami's perfect. You know, look at Miami. Just last year, they traded away Kenny Stills. You know, Tunsil. They made the cupboards bare. They trust trade away all their best players. Flores coached them up. They got all these assets. And, man, they have a top five pick in the draft this year, too. Miami's going to be dangerous. And the one thing I just wonder if Miami's going to really kick themselves about is what what happens if they take Herbert instead of Tua? I, I wonder if well, that's Well, here's a question I want to throw at you because here's the thing. I don't think with Brian Flores, mm -hmm. Miami is ever going to have a top ten pick in the next ten years. I, yeah. I think they're going to be they're going to be you know the, kind of the Patriots, okay. Yeah. So do you take do you take yeah who's there? You got two picks. Do you yeah. take a quarterback? You take another no. quarterback? No, because I think it's if if you could get Trevor Lawrence, yeah, but not Justin Fields. I think you stick with two of them and try to get another player. You know what I mean to add to the because they could use a wide receiver, and you know if you're drafting that high, you can maybe get a stud. You know. Um, although wide receivers are real tricky to draft. Um, 
But no, Miami, man, they look good. And if they had Herbert instead of Tua, I think they'd be ready to to, to contend for Super Bowls next year. I really do. Because Herbert know. looks – I mean, like I said, you look at Tua. He's already had to be pulled twice for – not conservative, just – he he can he, he is he's conservative. He doesn't like throwing interceptions, which is good. But you saw last week Fitzpatrick came in and right. just started slinging and really opened up the offense for Miami. So, but sorry, I got way off track there. But no, yeah, Clemson game. Take Clemson by the hook. Take it to six and a half. Take them in a tease if you want. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna so I'm gonna go. I mean, how can't you? I'm gonna go Clemson and Alabama. I'm gonna lay the chalk with both, and um, we'll see what happens. But I think it's going to be, you know, if any team wins, I think Ohio State has a shot, but I'm going to go Clemson, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, this is in 3D, brother. (laughs) 3D shade. (laughs) That's great. Oh, man. Man, I tell you what. Uh, You know, here's the other thing as well, too, uh, just going back to draft order, let's talk about the Redskins, the Cowboys, and the Giants right now. Mm-hmm. If they win, it, specifically the Redskins win, they go from, uh, if they lose tomorrow, or Sunday rather, to the Eagles, top 10 pick. They're going to have a top 10 pick. If they win, their pick goes down to 20. Yeah. That's a huge slide. You just let your quarterback go that you thought was you, – you need a quarterback because Alex Smith ain't going to be around too too uh, too big. All right. I'm sorry. The what, the WTFs, whatever No, you it's the WFT, Washington WFT. football. WFT. There you yeah. go. Thank you. No, whatever. I mean yeah. – and look, for any of these NFC East teams, I, I like, you know, like the Eagles, you almost want to root for them to lose. Like what do you care if you have five wins instead of four? You know, you'd rather have the big pick. And the same thing with the Giants, the Cowboys, and the the Redskins, because let's be honest, what's it mean to win one game, okay? If if it means anything for anybody, I would say the most it would mean is for the Giants because they're a young team. You're getting Danny Dimes a little playoff experience. But in Dallas, you got Andy Dalton, who no matter what, he's not going to be your future quarterback, you know. And then, you know, Redskins, it's Alex Smith, who – He's just holding the mantle right now. That's going to be somebody else as right. well. Who it is, none of us know, but it's going to be somebody else. So I, I would, I mean, look, you're going to play the first round. You're going to play Tampa Bay. And in, in my opinion, I mean, look, anything can happen. The Giants gave uh, Tampa Bay a game. Uh, right. yeah, I don't think so, Kevin. But you know, who knows? Crazier things have happened. But you know, Giants gave Tampa Bay a heck of a game at home earlier in the year. So maybe they beat them, but. I think Tampa Bay will beat any of those NFC East teams. I just think Brady in the playoffs is going to find a way to beat Danny Dimes or Alex Smith or whoever it is. Right. I I agree. And and I agree with my cousin. He's right about that. And I don't think people realize with Hurts how much that bothered Wentz and I think might have affected his play this year because Wentz is very – I think you're starting to see it now. He's kind of very sensitive. Some things were coming out. He wasn't happy. They drafted a quarterback, and it probably wasn't the smartest decision when you, like you said, you got a statue of your backup already out there, and now <laughs> you know a year later you get rid of Foles. You know, last year he was good. He had twenty-seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, and then you go draft a kid in the second round. So, 
It is what it is. I mean, honestly, now you got to look at it. It might have messed them up, but it was probably the good decision for the Eagles because at least now they got moved somebody they can move on with because uh, Carson's gone. I, I, I agree. I agree. But, you know, come on. I, as much as we talk about it, it's a pride thing too, I think. You know, I mean, come on. You're the Eagles division game. It's in your house. I mean, you know what? You know what? The, I mean, the Redskins of all people dancing on your field celebrating a, a NFC East championship on your on you on at the link. Yeah, you, you don't want that. I mean, there, there's a there's some pride to gotta go into that. And I, I think yeah. I, I, I and I'm saying this early. I like the Eagles early early on. I, I don't know. You don't have to give it away. Till yeah. Sunday, but I, I'm just you know. No, that's and, a nice and game, yes, As a giant, as a giant fan, though, well, I, I I just think you know it's possible. I, I, I'll tell you, Coach. Tomorrow night, Coach may have his Eagles hat on too, because if the Giants beat the Cowboys, then you'll be rooting for the Eagles tomorrow night. Because obviously, you mean Sunday night. Yes, we have, we still. Have I mean, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I keep, sorry, I'm so used to it. Yeah. yeah, on Sunday night, you'll be rooting for those Eagles to hopefully beat your Redskins because uh, that and look. I don't, I don't see that as far-fetched. I think it's very possible. Um, still really curious to hear what's going to happen with the Alex Smith situation because obviously we know they they um, released Dwayne Haskins. So right. if Alex Smith can't go, it's going to be the Heineke kid. You know, um, now he practiced yesterday, but still, you know, he's older. He, you know, anything with a leg, not to be, but with what he went through, Alex Smith, it's got to make you a little nervous, obviously. Right. Even if it's just a calf, still. The guy almost lost his leg, almost lost his life. So, you know, I'm sure it's you, you want to be very careful. Um, I'll be interested to see what happens. Um, because if it's Heineke and not Alex Smith, there's such a difference. We said it with Haskins. Yep. You know, Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, he's not going to throw 300 yards and three touchdowns but he doesn't lose the game for you because that defense is going to keep you in games. And, you, you know, if they can score 20 points, Washington's going to win a lot because their defense is really good. Yep, absolutely. And, and listen, uh, Stiz, uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers said, look, kid, hold my beer and let me show you how it's done here in the NFL. You know, <laughs> instead of, you know, instead of going to cry to his mom. I mean, and. and yeah, Rodgers uh, just showed know. up with his play. That right, motivate him. Went, right. That, that motivated yeah. that guy. That guy. And and hey, Billy, happy New Year! Thanks for checking yeah. in, buddy. Yeah, what's up, uh, Billy? Happy yeah. New Year. Uh, honestly, with Wentz, it's not all on Wentz. I mean, I, I I think it's an organizational failure. Doug failed. Howie failed. And 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 Carson failed too. I mean, I, they didn't get the right personnel. Doug failed with his play calling, and you know, not getting the right guys. I mean, it's just a. Failure across the board. You know, um, you yeah, like I know. You like the – it's my Dennis Rodman look, buddy. Yeah. It's my Dennis Rodman no. look, you know. Yeah. NBA so, season doing my my Dennis Rodman, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin, if they want to lose, they should play Sudfield. If they want to get a better draft pick, that's, you know. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they want to let Hurts get as much uh, experience as he can because – He's going to be the guy next year. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Hurts has shown a lot, though. I mean, I, I like how he looks. I, I think, you know, the combination of his legs and extending plays and, uh, you know, look, he's got to get a little bit better with his reads and understanding the offense. But I like I like the competitiveness. I like the fire. 
I think the future's bright with uh, with Hertz. I really do. He just needs to get a little bit better because right now what we're seeing, this is his like floor. He can get a lot better. I right. mean, come on, this is his first couple games. I mean, once he gets coached up and a good grasp of this offense, I'm kind of looking forward to what he might be able to do in the NFL because I, I definitely like – I think he's a leader. I think guys like playing for him. And you can see, man, he plays with emotion. He plays with fire. And I like that. You know, Josh Allen's a lot like that. And I'm not saying he's Josh Allen, but still, you know, you know how it is, Coach. When you get that first down and you get up and you throw the thing out and it get guys going, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and you're not a front runner like Baker Mayfield. You know, where you'll, you'll throw three interceptions and then you get a first down in the fourth quarter of a meaningless game and you throw the first down. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, I couldn't help myself. Front runner, Baker Mayfield. Look at Baker last week. He had a he, he, he played the Jets. He has three turnovers or he had three fumbles or whatever it is. So Billy just ran a, wrote a novel. Yeah, we're putting, now, Billy, Billy making a tough novel, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Look, reason. he took away our faces. Next I can't even put this up, man. Jeez. Yeah, now Billy's yeah. right though. It's it's everything. It's all it's an organizational failure from top to bottom. Um and, and look, you got a kid who was an MVP a couple years ago who now is a bottom you you know, a bottom five quarterback in the NFL. So and, and that that's not all on him. It's the it's the team wasn't good. The the, the hey, play calls weren't right. What's went that? For Washington. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I, he's going from one dumpster fire to another. I don't, I don't think that. Yeah, no, nah, I think you know. Wentz is going to end up in New England or Indianapolis, and there are supposedly some talk that the Eagles could only take a cap hit of thirty of twelve or thirteen million. That essentially, what Wentz would do is write a check to the Eagles for twenty million, okay, get traded, and then that team gives them a twenty million dollar signing bonus, so that they don't have to eat such a huge cap hit. But but then they were saying, too, then the Eagles were asked for a second-round pick. I'm like, that ain't ever going to happen. If the Eagles get that and where the, the team's taking on more of that contract, too, right. I think the Eagles might have to give up a draft pick. Right. And I'm not Absolutely. even I'm being serious and say, hey, look, you're taking on all this money. Here's a, a fourth-round pick. And I would do it if I was the Eagles. Just to, you know, wipe your hands in this right. situation and not have to take a $32 million cap hit. Because if you go from 30, 32 to to 12 or 13, man, that's $20 million you can spend on your team or at least push on to the following year. You know what I mean? It's a right. lot of money. That's a couple good players, you know, that you can add to your team. So it's something that they, they really need to uh, look at. And Kevin just mentioned, uh, I guess, Jalen Mills is out with COVID. You know, once again, I don't understand what the NFL is doing. Ryan Fitzpatrick tested positive. I think they're good. it's really risky what they're doing going into the playoffs that if one of these teams have a Brown situation of a week ago where their position group or – could you imagine if Drew Brees or Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady well, or somebody – You know, everybody talks about the bubble, bubble, bubble for football, and it's so hard. But I think if they just made the bubble in, you know, the Giants or, or any team for that matter – Staying at the facility, you you figured out there's hotels right there, whatever you figured out. Everybody stays, and and you have your own mini bubble, yeah, for the playoffs. Like you can't leave, you know. It's it's not you're not 18 weeks away from your family, 
but right. you're you know you're you're just it's it's a couple weeks it's you know yeah I think that might that might be that might be work and uh that might be work that might work that <laughs> might work thank you yeah. yes I know. no I mean I, still... look I, you know I don't want a situation where you know one of these real good teams are missing three or four players for a game and the NFL is going to look stupid and then it's always going to be well, yeah, this team won, but if this team had A, B, and C, it's a different game. And that right. nobody wants that, man. And I think the NFL's taking a lot of risk because it's happened. And look, you look, two teams have already kind of been screwed. The Ravens, no doubt in my mind, if the Ravens were healthy against the Steelers, they'd have won that game. So now the Ravens would be in the playoffs. So I don't think the Ravens are going to lose to the Jags, but still, that's a game that got stolen from them. And then the Browns, I think if they're healthy, I think they beat the Jets. So, I mean, it's uh, – what are you laughing about? Because uh, what's in the cup? To know yeah. it's in the cup, man. Pepto-Bismol, that's what's in the cup. <laughs> but, uh, hey, by the way, really, real quick, because I forgot to mention this when we were talking uh, about football. Yeah. You know, West Virginia running the muddle, okay, the muddle huddle. And, and just just throwing it out there, Coach Muddle, you know, my phone's been blowing up. No, it has More and more teams are, are looking into getting using the Muddle, trying to defend the Muddle. So, you know, it, it's making a comeback there, Billy. You know, so. All right, Coach, go ahead. Excited. No, I am excited. But, I love it uh, when I see it on TV. Some, uh, you know, I guess you would say big news, not good news for the Packers yesterday. So they're, 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 they they fear that David Bakhtiari, their Pro Bowl, All Pro left tackle, you Who's know, number, number one out of what is what pro is it? Football uh, focus. Yeah, number focus. one. He's the number he's, one tackle. Right out for the year, towing ACL. They fear, and I tell you, if that's the case, man, that's Aaron Rodgers' blind side. You know, left tackle is the most important position on your offensive line, and and that's one thing I always I was saying to coach before the show that drives me nuts about the Packers. They say, Oh, Aaron Rodgers is carrying this team. They have nothing. He's got the best receiver in football in Devontae Adams. He's got two or three pro bowl linemen. His center is guards, the number one ranked lineman in football too. So he's not, he doesn't have, you know, schlubs. He's got a good team. Tanyan has been good this year and he's got some good complimentary receivers with MBS. And then, um, <laughs> and then the other guy, uh, I'm from drawing a black. Who's the other receiver? Um, where hopefully Stiz in here. Oh, Alan Lazard. So he's Lizard. got he's got you know uh, good players. Not like the 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 Packers are a bunch of uh, stiffs. They got a they got a good team, but now you know it's going to be an uphill climb if you lose a guy like Bakhtiari, You know, playing good defenses like you know the Saints and whoever they may play in the playoffs. Yep, I got to start getting my royalties, Stiz. I, I know. Yeah. So. But from the glasses? Or what's he talking about? What royalties for what? From the model huddle. People running the model huddle, man. I, you man. Know. That's not yeah. Coach's offense. It's not That's like he not. created it. I didn't create it. I just perfected it. Okay? All right? I took it to the next level. He perfected right? it with, like, eight-year-old kids. Like, let's be honest, Coach. He was coaching peewee football, and Coach is rolling around like he belongs in the NFL now. All right. But 
I uh, did who was take it? it to the next level. I did take it to the next level and the okay. next level after that. Okay. I mean, wait a second. How many college coaches have called you about what the offense you run? I mean, I mean, I'm just asking. I'm just, I would like to know how many, how many times were you in how a many they called college you? coaches? Who's called I, you? Who's called you? Several, several. Who? Several he can't handle that fight because it's, no, it's no. all a gimmick with Coach. No, it's, it's not a gimmick. It, oh, you it's can see the shit coming out of his it's ears. Not. It's not. <laughs> Your face is turning anyway. brown. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, did any of them run it, though? And don't say West Virginia because we all know West Virginia to call you asking you about the model. Listen, all right? Listen. Okay. It, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what they whether they run it or not. It's the fact that they've reached out and yeah. you know what wanted to know about it. Okay, no, great, they, they didn't call. They didn't call. Uh, you know, okay. They didn't call Nevada Nick and you yeah. know ask him ask him about you know hubcaps. Gotcha. Right. So they they called you to ask about an offense they're never going to use. Okay. It, <laughs> well, I'm just saying if they're not using it, then yeah. what the hell? So, okay. But it's in the playbook. You, and, and it's you in the playbook. That, if they're not running the plays, then what, what does it mean? But you use it when you need it. It's, hello, trick play. You pull hello? it out. Oh, there he is. Oh, man. Hello, you play to win the game. Hello. You play to win the game. Hello. Give the gym more, coach. Playoffs. 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 <laughs> oh, man. One of the great. Uh, press conferences in history. And you know what? They killed him for it, but I give him credit for it because that's what that team deserved at the point. Like, right. And it's true. It's like, we're not going to talk about playoffs. We, we can't win a game. He's like, I, I love that freaking, that, that sound clip. It's so true. All right, we went off on a tangent there. But no, yeah, so Bakhtiari <laughs> looks like he's going to be out for the season, and that's that's a big hit because a lot of people are you know, jumping on the Packers right now. You know how the Packers are going to win win the whole thing. I don't see it. Um, I like the Packers, but I don't think they're going to win at all. I think I just – it's wide open this year. It's going to be really interesting to see because I got a feeling the Chiefs are uh, playing on uh, – just hanging in dangerous territory right now. Seven straight games, they've won by six or less. I just got a feeling in the in the playoffs that run's going to get you know hurt them. I, I got a feeling somebody's going to beat them in the playoffs. Buffalo. <laughs> Oh, they got a chance, yeah. No, that's one of the teams. I like, I like Buffalo. Yeah. They're starting to play pretty well. It'll be interesting how they play the uh, play Sunday because you know they really can't move anywhere. They're you know they're going to, uh, but the Dolphins need a win. Yeah. So you know how how is that going to play out? Play out? It's it's going to be interesting. Well, what's what's good? Yeah, it is because the Steelers have already said Big Ben's out, and they're going to be sitting the you know other starters too. So the Steelers aren't even really trying to win that two seed. So I wonder if the Bills, too, are going to say, all right, we're going to sit some guys, you know, feeling that obviously most likely Cleveland will win that game because it's a must-win for Cleveland and Pittsburgh sitting their guys. I wonder if Buffalo is going to follow suit and sit their guys because you know it too, Coach. Buffalo is going to be playing in the first round because obviously the Chiefs have the bye. Uh, wouldn't you want to get your guys that week rest? I think it's yeah. important. You know it, Coach. You see it a lot when you see those teams in the second round from the previous years where we've been used to seeing the two teams get a bye. A lot of time, man, it's tough to win that second-round game because you got a team that's got a week off. You know, the other team's coming in after a hard-fought win in the previous week in a playoff game. It's tough. That's a, It's a tough 
tough task to 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 uh complete but uh yeah we'll see what happens it's going to be interesting i can't wait to finish up sunday and be able to talk monday and finally see kind of how it breaks down and what the matchups are going to be because that's what it's all about is the matchups and you know you're only as good as the matchup really because there are some teams that are you know better matchups for for teams than others yeah uh yeah good point steve yeah took all it took them all this years and they're not getting a buy you know yeah but you know what you should have won it sooner yeah, but no, I mean, they're you know if they win tomorrow or Sunday, I keep saying them just like you, you know they'd be thirteen and three. It's just the Chiefs, you know, had a great year, and it's it's tough. It, it really is. But look, they'll still get a home game in the second round if they win. If they're the two seed, obviously, it's just that's where I really feel bad is those fans have been waiting and waiting and waiting to get a home game in the playoffs, and now you get it and. You know, yeah, obviously go. before they were always on the road because they couldn't get past the Patriots. Last year, the Patriots hung on, still won the division. Um, but, you know, they're going to let some fans in, but you know it's not the same, Coach. You know, I, I don't know what percentage it is. Let's say it's 25%. It isn't the same as a packed stadium. Right. You know, you know the how electric it is, man. There's nothing like a playoff game and you're with 65,000 people. Right. And the, t- and and the, the, the whole place is just rocking. It yeah, is rocking. There, there's it's, nothing, nothing like it, man. And it, it there's nothing very, like it. Very, very tough for a visiting team to come into yeah. a, a place like that and play. And now you have, and I really think that guys like these elite quarterbacks, not saying that they're not elite, but like an Aaron Rodgers, a, a veteran guy, Drew Brees, this has benefited them so much because there's no fans. They they can actually, you know, they hear they can hear stuff coming in and they understand what you're doing. Like right. like I think they have a complete advantage right now without the fans. Is yeah. is those those and, quarterbacks? And you know, too, coach. There's nothing like it in the Northeast. That's like the mecca, especially for the NFL. It's like college. I would give credit. There's nothing like college down in the South. You know what I mean? You go down in, you know, down south. Now, Mike Johnson will probably say something. Those Michigan, Ohio State people say okay, something. Okay, well, that's you know fine. I mean, but, and I'm know. not, you know, I'm not, you know, that's big too. But down, down south, college football is special. It really is. And just like I said, in that northeast corridor, you have rabid fans, man. Philly, New York, uh, Boston, Washington. They're special fan bases. They really are. And – you know, and trust me, man, Philly, Philly always has that little brother, you know, complex that, you know, that, you know, New York or the, you know, New York kind of always tries to mess with. Well, Philly we are a bigger market. I mean, we can't. Yeah, you are. We, we, but, do, we mean, have enough for two state, two we teams. We have 24 teams, too, and none of them can win. So, you yeah. know, you guys just all cling to the Yankees. So, especially <laughs> you, because you're a front That's runner, right. too. So. That's right. That's right. Man. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm, I'm a Nick fan. I, I'm a Nick fan. I, I have some suffering. I understand because I'm a Nick fan. Yeah. And he's got so, his Brooklyn yeah. Nets boxers on. So, you know. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> uh, uh. Is that? Hold on. Besides the Saints, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, all right, let's see. Uh, Stiz said 6,800 fans in Buffalo. Yeah. You see that? That's, yep. Which that's, that's, that's like 10%. I think they can probably fit like 65,000 in there or whatever. So it's like 10%. I mean, you know, it, uh, that's so hard to, how do you pick that 6,800? I guess it's probably all 
I don't know. It's just, right. it's a shame. Those guys all, you know, everybody should get to be there. And, you know, there's nothing like Buffalo, man. And the tailgates they have up there jumping through tables and all, they're crazy up in Buffalo. And, you know, honestly, like like, like last year, I, I said, I like the Chiefs. But I rooted for the Chiefs, too, because I wanted to see Andy get one. You know, this year I'm kind of – the Bills are the, the team I'm kind of – I kind of going to be rooting for a little bit. Because, man – can you imagine? I know what it was like to lose three straight NFC championships, then win your fourth and get into the Super Bowl and lose. So you're on the doorstep. The Bills lost four straight Super Bowls. <laughs> Could you imagine, man, being in four straight Super Bowls? I mean, Coach, you know one of them was against your Giants. That's right, wide right. Where, you know, come on, man. Imagine that, Coach, being on the other side of that where a freaking kick is the difference in the game. And look, it was a very makeable kick. I think it was like 47 yards. It was 46 best. yards. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but here's the thing. It was on grass. Guy's been kicking on turf all year. Yeah. It, you know, and and, uh, and whatnot. So was that the – was the Bills Giants – was that the Rose Bowl one, Coach? No, no. The Rose Bowl was uh, the, the uh, Broncos. Cowboys. That was, that so, was, that was the uh, Cowboys – and and Bills was it the Rose Bowl? It was the Cowboys and Bills at the Rose Bowl, right? Okay, but I remember Giants and Bills. It was right before the Iraq Tampa. War. It was in yeah. Tampa, and remember they had Tampa. the yellow bands and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. But no, I mean four straight Super Bowls. Oh, Jay's probably right. The Bills, probably, yeah, Bills probably will choke again. But for that fan base, man, I wouldn't mind seeing them get a Super Bowl because uh, they've suffered for years, man. They really have. Yeah. Yeah, Jared, I don't know. The phone line must be not working because it went on my phone, but Coach didn't get it. So yeah, I don't know I what happened. It. Sorry, Jared. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on because I saw – I guess I got to pay – I forgot to pay the bill last year. Probably. <laughs> probably a new year and he didn't pay it. What's up, Vicky? Happy it's New Year, Vicky. Vicky, I'm sorry what you're having to deal with, Vicky, because, man, it, it, I'll be honest, it's just – it must be tough to be a Raiders fan right now because – What's going on there in the last six weeks is just a uh, disgrace. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we'll reach out to Angela. We'll have her on. I'd like to get her take on uh, what, what the, uh, the debacle that is uh, the Raiders, man. Yeah. And look, the heat for the, the, the heat or the hot seat, excuse me, for John Gruden is getting very hot. I mean, it's really starting to pile out now that, you know, people kind of calling for his job and, or at least saying, if not next year, he, you know, playoffs are bust. So we'll see what happens. There he goes. Look at Stiz uh, throwing out his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and Vicky, that, that's my big thing. I think John Gruden's the problem. I really do. You know, his offense needs to get with the times a little bit. It seems a little stale. And yeah. some of his coaching decisions, I mean, look, the halftime adjustments, coach has been beating that drum all year, and he's right. I mean, you can't, you know, and some of his clock management's been terrible. It's uh, it's not – it hasn't been pretty. And to me, if I'm, if I'm the Raiders, I think he's got too much power in that organization, coach. I think they got to – you know, because supposedly he's making all the trades, and I think they need to pull some of that stuff. I think Mayock, yeah. Mayock's a good talent evaluator, yeah. but they need to they need to find uh, a new way of doing things, and they need to get it. They got to get that defensive coordinator uh, job right too. You got to get that right. You got to get that defense shaped up. 
And, you know, because the pressure is going to be on next year from game one, and he's going to yeah. feel it. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, um, uh, I just lost my uh, – yeah, what I was going to say, as always, you know, as, as it goes. Oh, I can man. see on your face. You're the, uh, uh. Uh, and, and this is the guy – all those college teams are calling up to pick his brain. You know what I mean? That's right. That's uh, right. Uh, uh. <laughs> that's right. So, what, right. Division One college schools? Division yeah, one yeah, yeah. Some Big Ten schools, a couple of Big Tens. Uh, and what's the know. name of those Big Ten schools? They're in the Big Ten. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I cannot. They're talk in the about Big Ten. There. They're the, in the, the Big Ten. Big Ten okay. of the Pee Wee Delaware. <laughs> 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 the Delaware Pee Wee football. <laughs> Interscholastic. Wait a second. Wait a second. I here. Let me. I'll throw the conferences out to you. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Conferences. Big Ten. Big Twelve. The uh, is it the uh, it's not the Sun Belt anymore. Um, shoot. Uh, God, I can't think of it. And uh, damn it. But SEC, I got an SEC. Okay. Now, did you well. wear the glasses okay. when they called too? And did an you, ACC school did too. Did you wear the well, women's glasses right? when you were giving them the the info on how to run the model? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and you know, as you know, when I'm in my location, I forgot my regular glasses. These are all I could find. It's a little, you know, it's no, I get it. I, I get now, the. Uh, did you hear too? Sam Donald stumped to keep his job. He said his best days are ahead. Well, you know what? I mean, you know, if you're the – it all depends on who you bring in as a coach. Does, I does wouldn't want to stay in New York if I was him. If I'm Sam Darnold, I mean, I feel bad. This will be his third coach in yeah. four years. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost impossible. And look, you know, coach, they bring these guys around them, and they all get hurt. I mean, his, his receivers have been hurt every year. You know, Robbie Anderson and him were getting them, and then Robbie Anderson, you know, obviously leaves and goes to uh, – right. To Carolina, it's tough. I mean, he's been in. He's and they one of those drafted guys. that kid Mims, who I thought was a first yeah. rounder, and then right. he hasn't stayed healthy all year. When he's on the yeah. field, he's pretty good. Yeah, and and that's the thing, you know. A lot of people, and I always say, and we've always talked about, coach, situation such a huge thing. You know what I mean? It really is situation, mm -hmm. situation, situation. And my prime example is a guy like Tannehill. You know, look in the with the Dolphins. He struggled. I mean, look, Gase was his offensive coordinator and coach. You know, he struggled. He right. goes to Tennessee. Look, man, Ryan Tannehill is right around the top five right now in quarterbacks, my opinion. But he's definitely in that five to ten range if he's not in the top five. He's had a, for a sustained success now for over a year. You know, pretty much, what, like 70% of the season last year and then this year. Tannehill's a good quarterback. And let's not make it like Tennessee was his great offense before he came in. They weren't. They really struggled with Mariota. And Tennessee, you know, Tannehill's going in there and taking that offense to the next level. But he has players around him. He has Corey Davis. He has A.J. Brown. He has a decent line. He hands he the ball off to Derrick Henry. Yeah, right, that's what I was getting to that. Right. Oh, no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he hands the ball to Derrick Henry, and that, that definitely helps, and that makes play action huge. Right. Yeah, Vicky, Vicky. I don't think I don't think Wade Phillips helps you because that sets your defense back because he's a three four guy. Right. I, I mean, he might be able to, you know, and Wade Phillips been around a long well, time. I'm, right. I'm sure he can, you know, adjust that and whatnot. But 
you know. Yeah, but, I, I but mean, Wade too, Phillips can, can coach. You know, too, Wade Phillips is like a year to year thing. He's he's like seventy three. Right. You know, you don't know how much he, you know more he's going to want to coach. I think bringing him on as like a consultant and letting him help that can't hurt. But that defense needs. I mean, it's bad. I mean, Vicky, y'all need to tell you. I mean, they need major changes because. It's just embarrassing what's going on there. You know, I said it. And you got that new stadium now, you, you know, and you're. Yeah. I said it the other day on Angela's show. They're a, they're one play away from being 0-6. If Carr doesn't make that throw against the Jets, they're 0-6. And they're regressing. I mean, last year they were 7-9, and but a lot of people felt they should have been 9-7 and because these two games. Well, this year they're 7-9, and and they should have lost to the Chargers, and they should have lost to the Jets. So they could be. You know, five and ten right now, going into be five and eleven or six and ten. So right. it's been it's been a bad year for the Raiders and a bad year for Gruden, and they need to turn it around quick. Absolutely, I yeah. I, I I agree, I agree. But unfortunately, I don't think as as hot of a seat as Raider Nation and you and myself were making that to be, because. I don't think you're parting ways with a guy you're paying for 10 years, $100 million. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a tough, tough, tough deal to part with him. And I think yeah. you're going to have to suffer through it because, you know, it, well, it gets a little more into that contract. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, the head coach, your contract's guaranteed. The whole yeah, thing. it is. No, so, they would owe him, you know, Gruden says it wasn't $100 million, but they're going to owe him a lot of money. But he also said he wouldn't take it. He said if he didn't have success, he wouldn't take it. But what what agent's going to let their client not take take money? You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't think he'd make the, you know set that precedent. But we'll see what happens. But uh, no, I I agree. And look, let's not forget too. Mark Davis, probably the the poorest owner in, in football. So he doesn't have money to throw around. And look, he was counting on all that money this year from the stadium. He didn't mm -hmm. get it, you know. Right. So we'll see what happens moving forward. But I agree with you. If Gruden's not going to not take the money, I don't think Davis can fire him. I think he's got to get to year six or seven before he's willing to. I was if thinking not, eight. you're leaving 50 or 60 million, coach, on the table. Yeah. If you I fire am. him after next year, you might be leaving 60 million plus on the table that you got to pay this guy. And you're getting zero out of it. Right. Right. All right. On that note, folks, thanks for chiming in this morning and uh, getting your hangover uh, recovery with us because uh, I need a refill. And um, hopefully everyone uh, join us uh, Sunday morning as, uh, you know, it's huge, huge Sunday football. I mean, you know, all the playoff implications, big games. Nevada Knicks going to have a lot of money out there, a lot of picks, uh, you know, so it's going to be interesting. And, of course, Stiz with his prop bet and on his role will be in uh, as well. So it's going to be a fun time. Hopefully we'll see everybody on Sunday morning. Yeah. And um, enjoy the new year. Enjoy some football yep. today. And we'll and, see everybody Sunday. Go ahead. Right. And once again, Alabama. And then Clemson by the hook, take them at six and a half. Alabama minus 19 and a half. Clemson by the hook, take them to six and a half and take Clemson. All right. There you go. You got it from there, from the Nevada Nick. Enjoy. Go make some money. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.